0: You are listening to OWC Radio, the official podcast of Mother World Computing, episode 43, New Beginnings. Hey there, listeners of OWC Radio. This is episode 43. We're picking up where OWC Radio, uh, a new beginning, and uh, the voice that you're listening to is OWC Grant on the blog, but on OWC Radio, that will be, and if you've seen some of my... uh, Instructional videos. Uh, it's uh, Grant Dahlke. I'm the director of marketing, PR, and social media here at Otherworld Computing and Newer Technology. And we're going to try and uh, evolve this show into something where we bring uh, a different kind of take on tech, gadgets, and even uh, things that are just cool to talk about. So without further ado, because I'm always accused of being long worded, let alone long winded, I'll turn it over to some of the other. Uh, players here
1: I'm Michael Perry. Been with Otherworld Computing uh, for the last six years. Been a Mac user for six years. Go figure the coincidence there. Um, started out uh, here in customer service. Worked my way up to the ranks. Uh, currently, I'm the product uh, su- product support manager. I think is actually my, yeah, <laughs> my like that. title. You, you do
0: you do a lot. You, you jack help. of
1: all trades, yes. basically. You help uh, bring
0: the messages <laughs> to the masses.
1: Absolutely. Uh, started off our uh, our Facebook efforts here. Uh, I take care of most of the product descriptions on our website.
0: Right, so when you see a mistake, you can send that right to my attention. Yeah, account.
1: you can send that right to me at podcast.maxsales.com. At Basically part of the marketing department. I'm also uh, in charge of all of the memory benchmarking. Uh, when Apple comes out with a new product, uh, I'm the first one to get the machines after they arrive. Uh, get it. It's a great part of the job. I get to do all of the unboxings. Uh, So you
0: get to put up that whole, the Apple store is down, the Apple store is down on the blog. And then wait for the absolute tsunami to hit where it's like, (laughs) well, we won't see Michael for a few days now because his head is buried in New Max. Absolutely. (laughs) Speaking of New Max and a uh, member of the team, sitting here at the table is someone you might recognize from the blog. It's OWC Chris S., and the reason I'm bringing up about new Macs is is that the installation videos that many of you compliment us on, and thank you for that. Yeah, keeps, those would be my hands. That, that keeps Chris employed. Um, that's, that's, that's all the handiwork really of Chris. Employed, so uh, why don't you tell us a little about yourself, Chris? Okay,
2: well, I've been at OWBC probably longer than all of you here at this table. Uh, I've been here for about eight years. I started out in our internet tech support and then moved to Mac tech support, then moved into... Uh, the product development, doing pretty much everything Mike just described. And then now I got moved to marketing, doing all sorts of crazy things, including uh, a lot of the stuff that you'll see on the blog. Um, pretty much, you know, you'll know me there from there as OWC Chris S. Uh, you'll, and then I do a lot of the, pretty much all of the instructional videos. Those are all my hands. Well, well not all of them, I think. Uh, I think Mike did a couple of I did a few. Like two or three of them.
0: Uh, let's see here.
1: I'm, I'm the one with the hairy arms. Yeah, the one with the hairy arms that,
0: <laughs> that we had a nice complaint about. Well, we took care of that. So, you know, we listened to our customers, even on some, a minor detail like that, and they said, what's with the hairy arms? Well, now Chris and Mike are always in long sleeves when they do the installation videos because we'd that rather... I shave my arms now. So. <laughs> you know, we should create a product like a, a bus-powered arm shaver. Oh, gee. I'm no. Not Okay. Well, you wanted me to stay clean in these things. See, that's why <laughs> I'm marketing. That's why I'm marketing, and that's why you're doing videos. Because I come up with the crazy products, and then you and just I tell you why it can't be done. Exactly. Well, we've got someone else sitting here that's been kind of quiet, just kind of like looking at us, shaking his head, like, "Oh boy." So. Well,
3: I'm not introduced yet, so I can't
0: speak. Ah, uh, well, there you go.
3: Hi, I'm Mike H. I uh, run the web and graphics department over here at OWC. I've used uh, Macs and PC since 94, back when I utilized my uh, my light senior year schedule to use half my school day to work on 3D animation on a Windows 3.1 tower in the very first power PCs ever coming out. After that, of course, Windows 95 came out and the Mac was in freefall. I've been a web designer since 96, when Internet explorer was laughed at, Netscape, Untouchable, Yahoo New, and 60MHz processors were fast. I switched back to Mac in 99 when my second gen iMac I purchased as a test box I bought was just outright beating my 100 megahertz faster PC I had. I soon bought a blue and white G3 and continued adding and upgrading since. Uh, Macs I've owned or worked on or spent some considerable time with, excluding ones I've just like touched re- uh, lightly. I is a Mac second gen, of course, my blue and white G3, iBook Tangerine, iBook Graphite, titanium PowerBook, multiple Power Mac G4s, multiple Power Mac G5s, a PowerBook which I still run in this day, it's running on six years old. Uh, First-gen MacBook Pro, uh, iMac 08, iMac 09, multiple Mac Pro 2008, and a Mac Pro 2010. iDevices I love and bought. Uh, Third and fourth-gen iPod soap bars. Remember those little nice ones that white like an ivory bar? iPod Nano, first and second-gen iPod Touch, uh, original iPhone, and, of course, the new iPhone 4. And my favorite of all time, the iPad.
0: Wow, I mean, when, when you've got that much love for a company, do they ever send you, like, a share of stock just, you know, as a thank you? Like, you know, you know, dear Harmon family, thank you for keeping us in business. They'll or support us, yeah. Wow, that's just crazy. You know, you brought up a good point. Um, a lot of us here do have uh, some very interesting histories uh, in and around, um, you know, the Apple universe. I mean, let's face it, that's why we're all here sitting here talking to you as well as you listening to us is we all have one common affiliation, and that is an appreciation for, uh, a respect for, whatever, however you want to phrase that, but for for things Apple, um, and when they actually had computer in their name. Um, I actually go back uh, pretty far back to where I actually was a competitor of Apple and uh, actually took a market share away from Apple a long time ago in the Apple II industry, so I kind of bring a everyman every user, every woman user kind of perspective to our messaging and our products. Because, you know, that's what I think a lot of us all came to dig about the Mac, or at least about Apple, was is that it was an approachable technology. And you could use it and take it as far as you wanted to. You didn't have to be uh, an Uber user. You could just be average, and that was cool. And as your experience, skills, and maybe even uh, fears... Uh, your, your experience grew and your fears lessened. You would dive deeper into the operating system. So, um,
3: well, one thing to clarify with mine: um, I wasn't always a Mac advocate. I've been against Mac before huh. because when they were dying, they were they were dying bad in the late '90s. I had about eight years of Windows experience with my Mac. Now, against, too.
0: now when you say against the Mac, against the platform itself or against the company?
3: No, against the platform. Uh, I mean, I started a company, and my my boss at Ameritech, he's like, "Well, you want a Mac?" I'm like, "No, I'll take my Windows '95 PC thing." Wow. Yeah.
0: You know that's funny because uh, I've been out of the industry. Time they
2: had clones, so it wasn't yeah, it was
3: '97. Really so I mean, they were having some problems then. I mean,
0: how about, you know, the other day I said I, I was out of the industry for a while, and I was I was shocked to see at how low, um, you know, the the respect for Apple, the the sales of Apple products, everything hit in that that stretch of '90s. I was, oh. I guess, it, I just wasn't on my radar, but
3: yeah, it was it was really bad for a while. Huh.
2: Well, you figure he, he had fairly uninspiring hardware for really at the time. The OS was still, you know, better than Windows. But uh, when you're looking at uh, the actual hardware itself, which is what most people look at, oh, it's such and such megahertz. Hey, it's such, you know, it's got such and such amount of RAM. Yeah, there, then there was that whole, you know, megahertz myth that uh, we Mac users like to lean on and. Photoshop real, runs really fast on it,
3: and <laughs> well, back then Stuff too, like there were massive uh, browser issues. Browsers were really laggy on the Mac. Not that they were slow; they lagged behind the technology when they were upgraded. And also, at the time, the Mac OS, for some reason, had like this higher, higher DPI that the OS was defaulting to. So all your web pages would show up with half the font size that your normal Windows PC users see. Now you see parity between the two. You see it. you see full pixel font size. It looks like that on see, the I other. I remember Oh, yeah, well, yeah, about half the size that it would show up on a PC. Right. And, yeah. you know, Mac users would be like, well, that's the way it's supposed to look. It's like, no, it's it's not. The rest of the world sees it this way. So, right. Mac eventually changed to that style, whatever they did, and brought it back up. But it was really hard to design for, and it was no, kind of like,
0: well. Uh, you said something, Chris, that maybe design does matter. And, you know, um, I, I think that because where I was at the time, it was called Laser Computer Inc. For any of you that uh, want to look that up, and you can still find some of our products in uh, – museums and things like that, because it was a long time ago. Are you talking
3: afros and bell-bottoms, or are you talking <laughs> tight, tight pan 80s, or loose Look, pan I helped,
0: 90s? Look, I helped her throw the hammer at the screen, okay? That's how old I go back, but... Um, 84, for those who don't know? Yeah, yeah if you didn't catch that subtle uh, uh, hint. Uh, but yeah, you know, back in the day when we were also doing PC clones and PC compatibles... We actually bundled an operating system that was very Mac-like, and we all said, you know what, the box doesn't matter. And and I think maybe that's something, and and perhaps it's been discussed elsewhere, I don't know, it likely has been, but maybe that's the whole aspect of difference to the Mac, is is that the design always has mattered and always has stood out, whereas, uh, you know, PCs for a while just was that beige box. And, you know, you could just go anywhere and build a box and throw your stuff in it, and I mean, it's interesting to see like a lot of the gaming systems now with some of the companies. I mean, they really take design to the next level. And for those guys that want that really cool rig, it it is about the looks and everything else. So, you
1: know, it just it's not really the looks; it's the performance when you're going into building your own PC, though. Well, yeah, but it's not and just I just built a, mine not, for years. But it's yeah. not just
0: a it's just not a benign box anymore. There's there's LED lighting to it. Um, I mean, I've seen things with water running through them, which I'm like, water and electricity? Not a good idea. Well, that's, well they had that, that cooling the system,
2: system, too. Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: Well, going back to, like, personal experience in the 90s when I was anti-Mac, I mean, when I first saw the iMac, I was like, oh, God, who would make that that looks childlike? But then um, when I actually bought one, of course it worked better, so that really helped. But it's also something that was approachable. You didn't come home and not want to use it because it actually was inviting to you. Hmm. So That really drew me in as well, and that's when I really started to notice after using it more and more that it was just beating the pants off the windows kind of part with the next on the table.
0: All right, well, we got a lot of uh, stuff to talk about with iPad because, boy, that has really um, kind of been in the headlines, at least what I've seen lately. So, The first Since it came out, that's all people are talking about. No, since it
3: was announced. No, long
1: before it was announced. (laughs) Before it had a name.
3: (laughs) That's why job's open with uh, showing Moses with the two tablets.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: boy, that... He's
3: 15, 10, 10 (laughs) commandments.
0: I don't know, sometimes the fanaticism for technology crosses some borders, but that's the subject for another time and another discussion, because I'm not going to... I'm going to say about my iPad? What? No, what? I'm just going to say that, you know what, your life shouldn't be predicated on technology. It should be a tool, not a... Enhanced by. Enhanced yes, by. Yes, yes. All right, so um, the first thing is, is, and this may be no surprise, that the iPad is the highest-scoring product that the uh, American Consumer Satisfaction Index... I don't know if you've ever heard of that before i don't know if they have little trophies like jd powers and things like that but they got the highest customer satisfaction rating ever of any product ever tracked and uh, you know the other thing that to uh, look at this was uh, it's a study that's affiliated with the university of michigan so you know go wolverines uh, class university so uh, i would trust it uh They say the overall PC industry reached a new high average score of 78 out of 100, and Apple, however, was uh, well out of its peers with a score of 86. And, you know.
3: Part for course for Apple.
0: Well, yeah, and and, um, supposedly Apple's score is up because people like its computers and the retail support experience. Uh, So, you know, I mean. And
3: their brand keeps on moving up the, the bar. They'll never
0: be Coke. Coke's number one. Well yeah, I mean it's just that I think that it I think more people have found that um, this kind of bridges the gap between the iPhone, the touch, and a notebook and lets you do everything you want to do all on one. And you know, maybe jumping ahead to a, a topic that Mike had, but the future of computing, um, you know, maybe we ought to just dive into that. Topic for discussion. It is is the tablet the the future of computing and that you won't see uh, a traditional keyboard input device absolutely no, not. not
1: you've got your media creation and your media consumption and most people aren't on on our side of, of media creation that's where you need the computer i mean there, there's no way that uh, yeah that we could sit there and produce the videos and you know, produce these podcasts and all of that uh, based to you know a touch screen pad type environment but that's absolutely perfect for watching all the videos that we create listening to the podcasts um, reading all the websites and, and everything I mean, you wouldn't want to create it necessarily on a touchscreen device
3: well uh, in my opinion greatly differs from that but it also has a little bit of reality into it as well it down its iPad is still a syncing device so yeah you need, you need a computer with that though the iPad is about the best browsing experience ever using in a but I'm not a fan of the iPad as an Apple product. I'm a fan of the iPad because it has multi touch. I'm a huge fan of multi touch. If Microsoft Surface was like, a $1,000, $2,000, that would be getting a high rating soon. Being a $10,000 commercial device, no one uses it. Surprise. But um, the, when the iPhone first came out, one of the complaints all the people had who now probably own Androids is that they can't use it to create stuff. They want to be able to tweak it. They want to do the PC geek stuff with it. And they couldn't. So with the iPad, that is. That's even louder now because you can do content creation with it. You can log into a WordPress blog
1: and you have plenty of room
3: and you can type out your blog and update. It. So that's content creation right there. You can upload, you can bring your photos into the iPad and then you can also upload them to wherever. So that's content generation there. Uh, the only flaw I would have right now with my iPad is that it does not do what iPhoto does on a Mac. It doesn't edit your images and it should be able to.
2: I would think that editing anything on a touch screen surface would just be a Bare, just simply because your the oils from your finger are getting on the screen, so it's throwing off your color right there. And on top of it, just...
1: Hey, 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 I made some really nice finger paintings back in kindergarten. My mm-hmm. mom still has those and cherishes them. Yes. Don't forget the displays
3: <laughs> Apple's putting in these touch devices, aren't you, little low-rent displays. They're really raising the bar, and everybody else is also fighting them, like, with AMOLED on the... On the uh, on oh, the they're, they're high quality. The display is no yeah. doubt.
2: However, the just trying to adjust color while you're well, well there's a big streak across it because that's where you just mm-hmm. dragged your finger. Makes it a little yeah. difficult.
3: Well, that's where the iPad shows out though. Like if you have all your tool sets over on the side or whatever for doing that, your smudges are over there and your pictures on full left or right side, so you get away with it. And the smudges really don't show up unless you're in a bright area or you got the right angle on lighting. So I mean, it's kind of walk a mile in the shoes. It comes down to the OS. Uh, developers who makes it. I
2: mean, and there's also just the, the precision level that you that you can get on a touchscreen versus using a mouse.
3: Oh, you're right. You're right. And that that's why the like uh, PC people go, well, Windows 7 is tablet-based already. It already built in. It's like, no, you need to build an OS that's touch OS. That's where iOS takes off. Apple built it from the ground up, so... It does work with your finger size. So yeah, there's less
0: stuff you can do, but you can do a lot so, of kind of so I should almost do this like the McLaughlin group then where I just like come in and say, Summary. So we'll try that right now. Summary. Undecided. Depends upon the user what the iPad will be as far or touch computing will be and tablet computing will be for the future, whether it will be the do-all, be-all, end-all, or if it will be more for viewing the content as opposed to creating the content. Well, I have a little more to add to that. Oh, well, Absolutely. you know what? We're going to keep moving along here. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, yeah,
3: one big trend, trend in tablet <laughs> computing is the PC side of things. Who are, the, are, who are these competitors going to be? They're trying to throw in a lot of stuff. They're trying to do the whole, well, we got Windows 7 on our tablet or... We got this and you can do all this editing and you can use Flash and our battery will dine an hour and have a nice day. So they're trying to add the whole PC experience to the tablet, and that's exactly what Microsoft did when they did the like supposed tablet laptops, and those were a massive fail from 2003 till the still. So, and that's where you're at in that industry. So that industry is trying to go more technical. The iPad Apple, Apple, I think, was shocked that this thing was so successful, like, well, here you go,
0: let's see if it works, and boom, took off. Well, I don't know if I agree with that last point, though. Shocked that it was that successful. I think they they, they create things that they know are going to sell. You did uh, hear the keynote, though. I
3: heard
2: the
0: Jobs keynote. Jobs
3: is like, we do not know if
0: people want this,
2: but uh, here it is.
3: Yeah, but, oh, yeah, they don't know
2: that it was. There hasn't been any uh, sort of, you know, foaming at the mouth fanboys going, Oh, my God, I jammed <laughs>
1: Yeah,
3: exactly, but uh, they are also Newton-shy. <laughs> yeah, the Newton. <laughs> according according to Apple, they made the the uh, iPad first, and the iPhone came second. And they thought that, that was more true. marketable. That is so true. They dumped the iPad, went right to the iPhone, and the iPad was three years later.
1: So what do you what do you think about this week? Rim has, uh, you know, the makers of BlackBerry have uh, introduced the Playbook. I mean, it's not out yet, but uh, there's a tablet. Targeted towards to... enterprise.
3: <laughs> All these are targeted towards enterprise because they're price they can't touch
1: the iPad. Yeah, I don't think they've announced a price yet on on what it's going to be. but like
3: The Microsoft Courier was jumped, uh, dumped just because, probably price. Two awesome displays. Courier looked really phenomenal. People were like, well, iPad
0: looks great, but what about this Courier thing? And Gone.
1: Yeah, They're, they're setting it up as the next iPad killer. What do you think? Well,
0: you know, looking at what's going on in uh, industry dynamics, uh, the iPad just passed three million mark in sales in just a few months, so... You know, supposedly players like Samsung, Sharp, know, be HP, Sony, De- well, yeah, uh, Dell—they're all planning new models. Which uh, kind of brings us to a local interest. Uh, you know, we're in Woodstock, Illinois here, and Sh- uh, Schomburg based Motorola uh, made an announcement this last week that they are planning a tablet computer for early next year, and. Their delay or, or their uh, development schedule is depending upon whether or not it has the right operating system, and uh, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah.
3: Operating system, operating system, operating system. Make a bold prediction here: Android will probably go away, and
0: Windows Seven will eventually take off over two or three years span. It's right. gonna take some money, but because that Microsoft was the rumor, that was the rumors that a Android based tablet was going to be in the works for the holiday season, but. Uh, uh, that does not look to be, although Samsung does have a tablet called the Galaxy Tab that runs Google's Android. Is that out yet? Uh, supposedly, I they've introduced it. I don't it's know. It's if paperware right now. Don't know. Okay. I, I have not been to that big, shiny blue store. I, I shop online. I don't go to that big blue store. It'd be, it'd be that little blue store next to the Apple store with all the people. Yes. People. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and oh news flash here the next versions of android are nicknamed gingerbread and honeycomb and are expected to be more tablet friendly so what doo! Well, honeycomb's big yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow there goes those those 70s cereals was it 70s or 80s honeycomb uh, i think wow. it was 70s
2: it started in the 70s i'm sure when the great stuff started but uh no it continued well into the 80s
1: you know it not a bad question. I got a box of that at home. I still it's, eat it.
0: <laughs> right now you're eating honeycombs at home. Absolutely. Well, right well I'm here. Well yes. But I mean at home. Yeah. Well the problem with I mean Android so has
3: the OS is so fragmented, so everyone thinks it's one to one like with, with Apple you can either get iOS four or you can't. So there's two operating systems there, but you generally have a consistent operating system throughout. But the experience with Droid is they have so many different operating systems and Everyone with different carriers, if your phone's over half a year old, they say, well, we're not going to update your phone, buy a new one. It's like, but I've still got a two-year contract. It's in two years. It's, it's kind of a really, this fragment that people are... It's, it's leaving a bad taste in some people's mouth. People thought it was like, you know, totally a free lunch, whatever, with Android. And now it's it's got some things because if all the different carriers, even if they're using the same OS, they use a different skin. So your, your OS experience is completely different, even though you're using the exact same OS. And, uh... For people that love iPods, I mean people on Androids have to find the iPod type app of their choice. Mm. And they have to download one, like a music player or whatever, and there's all these different ones out there. So we're just used, we're so used to the iPod we take it for granted that you got an Android, you got a music player. No, you don't. So I mean their OS is a little shaky, rocky, and then you have the Google monolith who will actually halt production on phone lines because they don't want certain features in it in Europe or America. You can't come out with things unless you get Google's uh say so.
0: Mm. So, that doesn't sound very consumer-friendly.
3: Well, that's why I, I said boldly that Windows 7 probably could be a really huge competitor and will go back to the whole Mac versus PC thing on the tablet, small device type area. And whether the tablet goes forward, I mean, it just depends on what they both compete with.
0: Well, speaking of going forward, I found another news article that uh, was rather interesting, and obviously people have been talking about this since the iPad was even launched, was Well, what kind of features should it have, and what would the future hold for it? And uh, the rumors are swirling that there's going to be a 7-inch iPad to go along with the current 9.7-inch model. You know, there's maybe going to be a built-in camera for video chat, or... uh, That is probably one of the most requested features, video chat. Then it's going to be lighter weight, and, you know... um,
3: Although one of the first complaints I always laughed at was, why doesn't it have a camera on the back? It's like, you really want to hold an iPad up and take a picture with that thing? The thing's big.
0: Well, wouldn't it be bigger for FaceTime then? I mean... Well,
3: a front-facing camera's fine, my webcam. I understand that argument. I'm with you. But the back one, why doesn't it have a normal camera, an HD camera, a picture? Imagine people doing HD video holding these big magazine-like objects and twisting them around. Well, it doesn't look any much more stupid than the people who are with
2: the point and shoots holding them 3 feet in front, or 2 3 feet in front of them instead of up to their faces with a viewfinder like on a real camera. Well, they're just using the LCD.
3: Yeah,
2: well that's why. I mean they just it just looks silly. I always laugh when I see that. Yeah. I, I understand or, people me do it though. Take a picture and hold hold the camera, you know, 2 feet in front of me. Well, that's not going to be very stable at all.
3: <laughs> We're not all pro photographers don't have
2: to be there's usually or there's often some sort of uh, viewfinder maybe that's what i should invent and for those that don't have it you know, one of those little uh, little viewfinder goes and glues to the top somehow <laughs> i'll figure yeah. it out and i'll be a billionaire and then you won't hear me on the owc podcast
3: I'll, uh, going back to the seven inch tablet i mean that would be a good it'd be a good mix with it uh, the one thing apple's got to watch that seven inch tablet would be the same resolution there was like, well, wait till a retina display gets on an iPad. It's like, well, you don't need a retina display on an iPad. Just because of proximity, you use an iPhone maybe about 10, 12 inches away from your head. An iPad, you use up to two feet on average, just depending on where you use it. So the pixel density doesn't matter as much. Granted, would it look nice? Yeah, but you might not need it. And so the 7 inch would be the exact same resolution, tighter. So you're getting not retina display quality, but it's getting closer.
0: I don't know. To me, um, I like a big, as big a display as possible. I've seen the ads for the new Nano, and I watch their fingers on that screen, and I'm like, oh, man, I mean, I'm, I'm used to a touch. I mean, yeah, that. So, I mean, any time you start taking away display space, I mean. To, you have
3: to use an iPad for a while, and you knock down to the iPhone again. The iPhone looks great and all, but you really miss the space of the
0: iPad. Sure. And, and I mean, and, and the weight, I don't see, I mean, it weighs 1.5 pounds. They're going to shave, what, a half pound off this thing? I mean, it's one and a half pounds is too heavy. I, I don't know. I think people are getting spoiled and I'm going to be curmudgeonly, but say, shut up and ex- I like it.
3: Enjoy the product you got. They might shave it off, make it lighter or whatever.
0: Cool. Remember when cell phones weigh five pounds?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the brick.
1: <laughs> the bag. Well, yes, the <laughs> bags. That's right, they were bags.
0: You know, the other thing, and I guess it, it, it makes sense, is is that um, the other most requested feature, supposedly, is that it should have mini USB. That you know, just having that 30-pin dock connector just isn't doing it for people. You oh, I
3: did have a huge debate with my previous employee, uh, my previous my boss, my previous. Employee. Is that why you're not there anymore? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I go to dinner with him occasionally. He works at. Uh, Oh, ah, okay. But um, he he wants. Oh, updates. he works
0: somewhere else too. You yeah. guys couldn't get along with anybody. Yeah, okay. No, no, we couldn't.
3: No, he he was adamant about that. they gotta have it. They gotta have the at least the mini USB because he like he takes a netbook everywhere he goes and downloads his picture. He's crazy about data backup. He's on a he's on a vacation that day. He downloads the photos, wants them backed up. A little nutty on that, but maybe looking for a new relationship too in the future too. <laughs> he's, he's happily married, though, guy and all that. But uh. So we, got, I mean, was kind of, we always use debate anyway, so it's heated the friendly debate. And it's like, why don't you just get the 30-pin dock connector, shut, shut up, and enjoy the show?
0: That's funny. You and I are on that shut-up mode.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he was just like, no, I shouldn't have to carry around this thing. It's like, it's a small 30-pin dock USB adapter. It's small. It's, it's, it's small than your netbook. Come on. And he just, he, he wouldn't have it. Wow. Like, he was holding out for the pin connector. I'm like, fine, but he's. It's a PC guy, and he doesn't like iTunes, likes to manually manage thousands of songs. So we disagree on certain data management techniques, but whatever. I can sort
2: of see where he's coming from, though. You know, the, this uh, dock connector, I mean, yeah, we sell a great uh, USB dock connector. The the thing is, though, is whereas a 30-pin, you know, or a... Uh, just a standard, Dock adapter? Yeah, a yeah, dock adapter is a proprietary connection, pretty much. Right. Uh, whereas... With a, just a straight USB cable, you know, you can go down to the store and get one. It's just another real ploy of
3: Apple to, you know... Well, it's a, it's a ploy, and us. I bet I bet you it's one a ploy and two a design element. They want the least amount of inputs possible to keep the thing, simple and clean. I would think that
2: just a simple small USB hole... USB hole. I'm sure that's going to be the <laughs> insult later. USB hole. Yeah, three point five. A mini USB port uh, would take up, would be a lot less of a glaring, uh, you know, omission than some big giant slot in the bottom. You know. Oh, well, yeah, but I,
3: the only thing where the argument fell flat for me was he was saying that I, I want the iPad, but I don't want it because it's a mini USB port. So I'm willing to use this, the world's crappiest PC, which is a netbook. Oh, yeah, that almost everybody does agree with. After you live with them, you use them for a you why it's like, oh god, this thing is terrible. The keyboard, the small screen, blah 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 blah. So you're willing to live with that environment because of a port. And the netbooks, I mean, they're three hundred dollars. I mean, maybe you get them for two hundred dollars on the cheap, but I mean, you're, you're talking half, or and some of them even come up to the same price as an iPad or get you close to it. So it's like the iPad does so much other stuff for you that works really well. I mean, you're talking. It competes with normal desktops on web browsing. I don't do any web browsing at home on my computer. I do it on my iPad. They replaced my computer for web browsing. Let's see, but I
2: am Well, okay, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I don't have an internet connection at home, so I don't do any web browsing. So at that point, you have one here, though. Yeah, but I'm not allowed to browse the web at <laughs> work. Well, at least not on an iPad. And you know, browsing, you know, whatever I'm going to
3: go into, what CollegeHumor.com or any of those other. You should borrow the OWC iPad do some product research a little bit. Hang out with it for a day or two. Right.
0: Well, you know, that brings up a good point because I've been thinking about getting a, um, a replacement for my kid's iMac. And we're talking, again, boy, it's a theme with me with old. Um, an old. You're old iMac. Young, old young. I'm old young. Yeah. I'm, I'm new old school. You're, only as a, you're as young as your brain is. <laughs> that, that's not a good thing. No, you're only holding your mind would be the correct But situation. But you said something because they do do a lot of web browsing now, um, and luckily. Um, supervised. Yeah, but they're mostly into like. Because I just thought there's some sort of new Star Wars game online that they want to check out, but my daughter does something with like a horse thing, and um, my son does some like game, math game place thing. But um, I want to replace their iMac. And would an iPad make a good replacement for them? But thinking about it, that they also need to do schoolwork on it. Now, she's in sixth and he's in fourth. So they're not really using computers for schoolwork yet.
3: Yeah, but they're going to be ramping up really yeah. fast. The, the only yeah. caveat I would have is the uh, the keyboard adapter. You'd want to buy the iPad keyboard for it. Ah. And that would really go a long way. It like, people type fast and all that. But the one thing they found in school systems, they were replacing laptops with iPads because kids, the multi-touch environment just draws the kids in. They want to learn. It goes back to that iMac. When I first got it, you want to use it. So if you get kids to break that barrier, like, and also it's mobile, so I can now work anywhere in the house that's comfortable or on the patio or in the backyard Great. or whatever. So it really brings them in. They want to do it, so they get them excited, and they don't even know they're learning. I don't know. I would say you'd, you'd probably be better off
2: – Getting them to uh, on a real computer as opposed to a tablet. Even uh, mind
3: the tablet's about four times faster than the iMac was when it first came out. Well, yeah, when it first came out. Yeah, three no. thirty-three megahertz processor. Blah, blah,
2: blah. Ding ding,
0: that's the one I have. <laughs> yeah, Well, oh, you're still on CRT, Bill, over there? <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, Whoa. yes. Fifteen-inch yes. monitor. Uh, a, uh, it looks nice though. It's got purple coloring to
2: yeah, it. A nice, a uh, fl- uh, nice flat-screen iMac. You know, one of the more recent ones. Not not the newest, but, you know, not one of the oldest. Maybe,
0: uh, like, the first aluminum. Yeah, but I'm looking at 499 iPad. for the iPad versus, you know. Right. Well, 1299 yeah. for the but you're also, Mac. Right.
2: You also got to think of stuff, you know, like printing. Yes, I know about AirPrint or whatever the hell they're calling it. Yeah, in like a month you'll have printing. Yeah, uh, but. You won't also, have the
0: USB port. Yeah. Or mini
2: USB. There's also uh, <laughs> being able to save said file. And what do you? Uh, and what do you mean by that? You can save it. Yeah, and then what are you going to save it to after you saved it on the iPad? Jump drive. It is a syncing device. Okay. Yeah, you got to sync it to what? A computer. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to get a computer anyway that's capable of syncing with it because the iMac that he's got mm-hmm. isn't going to isn't capable of running a late enough version of iTunes in order to sync with the. the iPad. you you got to be honest. It
3: is a syncing device, but it can replace that if you're going to eventually get another family computer
0: anyway. Summary. I've got to get another computer for the kids. Okay. There you go. Get an iMac, yeah. <laughs> you know, looking at the table here, um, this is a shameless product plug, but I wouldn't be a marketing manager if I didn't do so. Uh, this podcast is being brought to you via a newer Tech USB-powered 7-port hub. And right now we're running, it looks like, six different connections off this. All the microphones are plugged into the hub. And uh, obviously, if you're hearing my voice, it's working just fine. So check it out at www.newertech.com. It's the seven-port hub. Reason I'm pointing this out, you know, people, well, what? So what? A seven-port hub? Uh, you know what? The cool thing about this thing is, is that there's a lot of them on the market, but you drop all your accessories on it. And I've done this at home where I've actually plugged in too many, and the hard drive uh, just will not spin up. It's not getting enough power, even though it has a power supply. So uh, check it out.
3: Well, um, going back to your beginning a computer grant, uh, what computer would you get then?
0: I've been looking around. What I'd like to do is, uh, I just, I, I don't believe in buying new, though. Um, I just, it's just too expensive. So you can buy something uh, slightly used, and get as long refurb. as yeah, a brand new '08. I was looking yeah. at the refurbs on the Apple Store. And oh, refurbs are awesome. Yeah, I buy, I buy those.
3: Too. That's what I yeah, yeah. my. save um, um, a, a lot of money if you it. get the right deal.
1: And um, for our workstations here, that's pretty much exclusively what we get. Mm-hmm. I mean, we buy the the first top of the line as soon as they yep. come out to give them to me. But for all the rest of the, the machines here, um, Larry buys the, the refurb machines to replace uh, replace out workstations. Well,
3: one of the cool things, I, um, I bought a refurb back in the, the Mac Pro G5 days, and I actually lucked out because Apple sent me not the Mac, uh, the Power Mac that I... Uh, sorry, Power Mac G5. Did I say Mac Pro G5? Yes, yeah. you did. And I was Ooh. Gonna call you Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. I had a hard time transitioning to that. But... The Power Mac G5 order was the wrong one I ordered. It came with twice the amount of RAM and had all the iMac software on it. So I got all the free games that came with an iMac. I just had to reboot the system because it had opened up with a kernel panic because it was obviously the wrong software on the drive. So, I reinstalled the OS. That thing still works. It's at my parents' house right now. You could also end up with an upsell that you wouldn't normally get. In uh, space and tech news, well, this is uh, space fantasy news. George Lucas announced that uh, Star Wars 3D is going to come out in 2011 through 2017. You can bet your bottom dollar he's doing a movie a year, going to make a billion a year or whatever in Star Wars 3D. Thoughts? How many different ways is this wrong? (laughs) That seems to be the general consensus online.
2: Wrong, 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 wrong. First of all, somebody just needs to tell George
3: Lucas, no, don't do that. He is the big Burger over there.
2: Bad. Bad George Lucas. Naughty, naughty,
3: naughty. I, <laughs> I mean, can't say I blame the man, though. I mean, someone goes to me and says, Hey, you want to make a billion dollars again? Billion with a B? I'd probably be for it, too. Sure, <laughs> people yeah, want to buy it. Sure,
2: you know he's going to start changing crap around again. Well, maybe. Let's see here. Instead of, you know, instead of Greedo shooting first now, which, you know,
3: let oh oh Shot
2: first, now it's Greedo shooting first. Now Greedo's just going to give them flowers, to be more politically correct.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like E.T., where they make the shotguns out of the hand, they all got CB radios at the end.
2: Right. Yeah. Then the next problem is, we're dealing with this wonderful little fad that's sweeping Hollywood lately. It's would would you be talking about
3: 3D? Yeah,
2: 3- 3D. 3D, you know, to me it just means don't, 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 go see it. It, it can be cool for home. Yeah, there's cute Anything that was fights. shot in 3D. Anything that was shot in 2D and then brought into 3D, I'm
3: sorry. Well, no. you're absolutely right. The pioneer of 3D, James uh, Cameron, has said that you cannot convert a 2D movie to 3D because it looks like a cardboard cutout sticking around on the thing.
2: Yet, yet now he wants to, uh, there's rumors that he wants to do Titanic in 3D.
0: Well, he wants the money. And you know, this is great because you guys are talking about, and we'll come back to Star Wars because I'm sitting here kind of shaking my head like, it's all cool, man. Now we can see them do the run in those valleys of the Death Star in 3D. No, that's, no. This has got to I mean, be cool. You, you go off on
3: the runs in the valleys, and I go off on there's two reasons to watch Star oh, Wars boy. in 3D. And that's Princess Leia in Jabba's Palace, and then there's Princess Leia in Jabba's Palace. <laughs> that's the two reasons to watch Star Wars in 3D. But, you got to yeah. wait
2: six years Oh, for yeah, it. but what, we're, we're missing the most important thing about Star Wars in 3D. A, three, a, no, a 3D
3: Jar Jar Binks. Like, we really want that. Well, that brings up an interesting point, though. Lucas shot those original garbage movies in 3D. So he does have the 3D files. He could re-render in stereoscopic 3D and actually technically have a 3D movie on him. Huh. He could do that. The originals, though, cardboard cutouts. Han Solo walking around with a cardboard cutout.
0: Ooh, he's in front of something. Well, yeah, Whatever. Well, you may not have to go to the movies to see this because Toshiba is unveiling a 3D TV on Monday. And here's the big point of this, is that it doesn't require the viewer to wear glasses. Their their technology does away with the glasses because it has some sort of filter placed on top of the TV screen, and that filter sends a slightly different image to each eye and the, the 3D image is projected to a single spot in front of the TV, and the viewer needs to be in that sweet spot to see it. So not exactly not, not exactly the family viewing experience. More the stereo listening experience with two-channel. You've yes. you got to sit
3: center. No sound stage if you don't it, sit center. It's,
2: it's like watching TV. Or, or it's like headphones for your TV at this point. Uh, you know what? I went to the to one of those uh, big-box stores and looked at a HD. HD TV that's got 3D. I was like, okay, what is so freaking great about? I put it on, and... Well, I it,
3: thought it was cool, it was just I didn't think it was the it best thing in the world.
0: terrible.
3: I thought it was decent, but it's still a gimmick. I mean, no matter how 3D it is, they always overdo the 3D effect. It becomes Avatar was great, but when I watched it at home on my big screen in 2D, I actually preferred the 2D experience because I could look around more than where they were trying to tell me to focus to look around it. I'd say just focus
2: on the HD, get rid of this 3D garbage. Let's face it, it's... It, it is a bit, a bit of a gimmick, a gimmick. to it me. It comes so. back yeah. every few years, usually within the horror genre. Now it's just sliding more into the you know sci-fi. But Was Jaws ever done in 3D? Yes, yes. it was. <laughs> Jaws 3 was done in 3D. I mean, terrible
3: red and blue 3D. But, I, I mean, aside from whether you need to wear glasses or not, I mean, 3D is still a gimmick a bit because you do get the cardboard cutout-looking thing. It depends how well it's done. I mean, Avatar, I'd say, probably did it perfect... But even then, you still had issues with, do I focus on this? I can't look at the background because they're
0: blurring that out on me, or they're
3: killing focus on that, so I can't comfortably look at that.
0: Yeah. It's 3D. So summary is, uh, it's, it's a fad, and um, it, it might be cool, but... Um... Well, especially now that you've got the market all
3: separated. I mean, imagine buying a TV that works best with one type of player, Blu-ray player, and so then it only works with a certain set of glasses, maybe, and so then you're stuck in that whole... Well, this movie's coming out exclusively for only Panasonic Blu-rays, and this movie's coming out for only Samsung Blu-rays, and they really segment a small market that's there already, and just, you're like, forget it. Just make it sim- go back to make it simple. I want to watch TV. I want to watch the movie. Let me press play. <laughs> you
0: know, you were on Space Theme there, and something I saw last night that uh, I probably should have brought in, although it's not uh, codenamed Honeycomb or anything like that, um, and I don't. I'm trying to remember the name here. Um, did anybody see that report that there's a planet that they've discovered that, uh, looks like it can Bird support? Light. Earth like supports life, but it's like you have to be very careful where you're at on the planet because you'll either be roasting or in complete darkness. And I, I want right, to, it's think, like the moon, it only was, was it called Goldilocks, a, a Goldilocks planet? Is that what they refer to it as? Does anybody uh, pick the, up on that? Because I, was... I was going to say gingerbread, but then I think, uh, I think I'm going back to like androids, cereals, android. And, and androids, and, and yeah, android. <laughs> but, I like it.
2: Which, oddly enough, ties back into that whole
0: uh, George Lucas thing. Uh-huh. But, you know, one of the reasons we bring up space and, and while we're talking about Star Wars, too, is is that um, obviously with a company name like Otherworld Computing, um, we do have a space affinity here. And it was the impetus for OWC Larry to name the company as such because he wanted something uh, that really had a uh, uh, tie-in to the heavens and uh, his affinity for uh, all things space travel and space related.
1: Well, at this time, I'd like to send a little shout-out to Tim Robertson, who got this podcast started as the original host of OWC Radio. Uh, We really enjoyed our time with Tim, and as a sort of homage, I thought we could play his interview game of This or That. Uh, Basically, I'll mention two words, and each of us will choose either this or that. Uh, For example, if I said black or white, you would answer white because that's the color of your first MacBook, or black because that's the color of your cat. Uh, So let's get started with uh, iPad or iPod Touch. Grant.
0: Touch, that's what I
3: have. Oh, I'm iPad all over the place. I'm going to have to go with the
2: Touch. Uh, it's just for my personal use at this point in time. I can't
3: justify the extra expense of a uh, iPad. All right, but let me change that. You had your choice for oh, free. Which one do you want?
2: Hmm. In that case, I'd probably still go with the Touch. Just simply,
3: just
2: for the for the other reason that I just don't. Ha- it's the the actual space of portability
0: mm-hmm yep not in your pocket oh yeah. but i'd change i mean hopefully you're talking about something that's coming down at christmas time because i'd be very happy with that but ipad then for sure bigger better bigger better
1: yeah per- personally i picked up an ipod uh or an ipad an iPod yeah. <laughs> picked up an. is that iPad. one of those new cases they're giving away <laughs> yeah i picked up uh, an ipad uh, actually just last weekend um i, I tell you it's, it's great um I was iPod Touch all the way. When I was thinking of what to add to the segment, uh, I was iPod Touch. i, I got to say, the iPad is, is quite sweet.
0: So now, like, It lures you in. So now, like all those uh, app reviews that we were doing, now you can have flinging monkeys in much bigger space. Absolutely. Nice. <laughs> join us. Join us. That's, that's kind of what the iPad is, is right now. <laughs> it's the dark side. I thought that was the sound of Windows 7. If, if you haven't noticed, Chris is the ying to our gang. And we'll just leave it at that. That's all
1: it is. Yeah, it works. All right. Um, going with another uh, tech one. Uh, hard drive versus SSD.
3: Man, SSD just pulls me, and I like that. So I'd, I'd probably lean SSD. And then I'm going to spend the money on SSD, I'm also going to buy a backup hard drive, too. So. Yeah, I'll get both, but I'd lean SSD all the way.
1: Yeah, Personally, going with, uh, with that, I'd actually have to still go uh, hard drive. You could just for the space, for or? the absolute space, uh, and space per, per well, you, dollar. You have a
3: huge music library, though. So yes, I like, do. You would have to buy <laughs> the most expensive SSD to even touch your
0: hard drive requirements, so,
1: right? Yeah. Absolutely. Tough I, question,
0: uh, though, because what you're asking is primary drive or only drive or, sto- you know, the.
3: Yeah, I took the backup storage with me.
0: Because, I mean, like, you know, boot and upload, pff, SSD. That that would be it. And then I'd just buy a big honking. With the speed game, it's
3: just too much
0: to pass up on the SSD. External yeah. for all the the files.
2: Yeah. At this point, the SSD um, is going to be the future. Uh, let's face it, uh, it's their fast price is coming down uh, per gigabyte. So, man, so, as that lowers down to, you know, match up with the. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Match up with the hard drives, the mechanical hard drives. As soon as that uh, price becomes comparable, it's going, it's just, the SSD will just eliminate.
3: I got a hard little hard twist on that too. I mean, people, um, it's not exactly the same technology, but people have already gotten used to non hard drive based computing with like the iPod Touch, uh, even going back to the iPod Nano, flash based. Uh, iPods, when you get more portable, having that flash-based type of memory is way more important, way more, way more reliable. Do Drop it and it works.
0: example. So do many netbooks. Right.
1: How about uh, DVD versus Blu-ray?
0: I guess Blu-ray because of just the sheer capacity. I mean, if, if you're going to go a standard and you're going to go with both, um, if you're looking for resolution, flexibility, um, capacity, Blu-ray, that said, which is a fa- favorite expression here at OWC. Um, obviously, you can't play it on your Mac, but um, you can still, with one of our drives—another shameless marketing plug—with an OWC Mercury Extreme Pro. I don't know what else comes after that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, wow! acronyms That's and whatnot. Words. Yes, but, uh, That's
3: show prep for you.
0: We, uh, you know, you can certainly utilize Blu-ray. Being a home theater
3: nut, it has to be Blu-ray. I mean, I'm, I'm a big proponent of uh, DVD looks really awesome on HDTVs, especially some of them that are really well-mastered can look near HD quality. But Blu-ray, almost all of them, like with HD DVD, which I still have too, um, people always, with DVD, you're like, well, this one looked good, this one looked okay, this one's over-compressed. Blu-ray and H D V D, all of them were pristine and perfect. I mean, you come back to the original film master, whether that was good or not. It just looks phenomenal. See, that's what they need to do with Star Wars is get it on freaking Blu-ray. Well, even, even like when Coppola went back to go- uh, all the Godfathers for, um, for Blu-ray, he went back and made it look like he wanted to see it when he made it in the studio. But you, so you're seeing Godfather now on Blu-ray. As Coppola envisioned, you see it. And no movie theater at the time could produce that level of quality. So you're starting to get restoration archives coming back. and That's a huge thing. Plus, you add lossless, high-quality sound to it. Once you kind of hear that, it just sounds phenomenal. That's for home, for computing-based. I don't need a Blu-ray storage for an optical disc yet, but if you need the capacity, awesome. Yeah.
1: Personally, I'd, I'd have to go with uh, DVD. Main reason is I'm still watching a CRT television at home. I don't have a flat panel, so really I don't see any benefit when I'm, when I'm watching uh, Blu-ray movies. Uh, yeah, it'd be minimal. It'd be minimal. Absolutely,
2: yeah. I'm going to have to go with the uh, Blu-ray as well, uh, for the same, pretty much the same reasons. The higher, vi- uh, the higher picture quality, the higher audio quality, the restoration going back to the masters, as it were. And I do agree, some DVDs do upscale very well,
3: especially if you've got a really good, well, yeah, yeah, especially if you've got a good player. So, I mean, Star Wars good is coming upsc- out on Blu-ray until next year, anyway. I guess I mean, 3D things and like Star Wars nuts, no, but um, the original Star Wars films were. Tremendously uh, mm-hmm. coded. So, like, Empire Strikes Back looks very good on, on my
1: big screen. Well, we can run this right into uh, the next one that I had. We've touched on it a little bit. Star Wars or Star Trek?
0: Oh, that's easy. It's Star Trek all the way. It's what I was born and raised on, man. I was in the 60s watching them. So, yeah. Love, Love them both. I can't I can't
3: decide on one because there's been so many bad Star Trek movies and there's been only three bad Star Wars movies. So, I mean, but the ratio is 50% on Star Wars, but I mean Clone Wars. You got a ton of merchandising. It's Star Wars ingrained in my head. I grew up on it. So,
0: Wait a second, did you say there's been so many bad Star Trek movies?
3: Yeah. Did you see the first one?
0: I'm, I'm telling <laughs> Boring. you. Boring. That. Well, that came out after Star Wars, and you come out with that. I'm sorry, Ooh. but needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. That's that. Know. That's
3: classic. Awesome line there. That's a good one, Rathacon.
0: Wrath of Khan is probably the only good
3: Star Trek Oh, no, there, there are some really good. The latest one is phenomenal. That one's off the hook, better than any Star Wars
2: movie. Yeah, I stopped seeing them once they got out of the original cast. Oh, I wasn't a huge well, fan no of Well, no, wait, that's not fan.
0: true. Did you go with us to our uh, Midnight uh, Extravaganza?
2: Well, that no, that was the reboot. Yeah, they're, I, I love. Well, that. Star Star Trek. Well, still
3: Star Trek. Before that would but have but been Wrath of Khan. Okay, the
2: original characters, I should Boy-ish say. Voyage Home, uh, that was good
0: stuff. Yeah, the, look the next out.
2: generation characters, I just couldn't see them in movies. Okay, so, because I watched so, them on TV. so then uh, it's I'm,
0: obviously you're leaning towards Star Wars. I'm,
2: it, in the movie franchise, it's most assuredly Star Wars.
3: Well, let me go back to my notes here. Yep, yep, Princess Leia, Jabba's Palace. Cool. Uh, Star Wars.
2: <laughs>
1: no,
0: no, he likes the little hairy beasts that run around in the one movie, uh, the Ewoks. The mini-wookies? Yeah. Ewoks? No.
3: Well,
0: I, I will say... I, I love I, Ewoks. Chris shares movies, a special yeah. kinship with them. Yeah. Oh, you. <laughs>
2: I will throw a caveat on it, on the Star Wars series, though, and that is the originals, not the re-releases
1: where Greedo shoots
2: first or they get rid of the Yub-Yub song. So or, it just oh,
3: sounds God. like you're
1: yeah. all for the originals regardless. So. Me too, but uh, they'll uh, never remaster
3: them. They'll never remaster them. It's George Lewis's movie Again You form your own Imperial support brigade Start rooting for the Empire In the movie theater And have some fun with it
1: Yeah Myself Star Wars uh, Could it become like Rocky
0: Horror At midnight shows Where it people throw stuff And yeah. act out things Bring their lightsabers And you know, they're not going to Kick you out for rooting For the other side I would pay to see that Actually I would yeah. go to a theater Just to see people Totally freaked Star out Star Wars get, Rocky Horror totally, Yes Yeah. You know we should Start that You know in fact If any of you Are listening <laughs> In the Chicago area And you want to start this I think we could Really do something With this Podcast at maxsales. <laughs> dot